listener production. Hey there, I'm Bencion Siebert and welcome to your afternoon briefing. All this week, we've been talking through how to get your shit together financially in 2024. We've talked about resetting our finances for the new year. We've talked about how to get a promotion at work. Now, let's get rich. I don't know about you, but I definitely feel a bit cringe about even saying that. It can be kind of embarrassing to say that you want wealth in an economy that's fundamentally unfair, where so many people are struggling through no fault of their own. But this show is for everyone, and there are things that already rich people do to make more money that the rest of us should know about. So here to explain how to make our money make us money is Scott Phillips, Chief Investment Officer for The Motley Fool. Hey, Scott, so we want to get rich this year. So what does being rich or wealthy in Australia in 2024 actually mean? Oh, that is such a great opening question. You're right, we do all want to be rich. I'm going to I'm going to give you two answers. The first is I reckon uh, being rich or being wealthy, being whatever you want to call it, financial freedom mm-hmm. is about choice. It's about having the choice to do what you want, when you want, with the people that you want. Uh, for some people, that's, you know, telling the telling the boss to, you know, <laughs> take his job and shove it. <laughs> uh, for others, just being able to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to take the job I want and I can afford to, or I'm not going to work. And I can afford to do that, or whatever combination of those things you know is required. We all know the stories of the of the billionaires who just kind of keep doubling down and doubling down because it's about the ego, or it's about the mm-hmm. scoreboard, or it's about something else. Uh, for me, I reckon being rich, being wealthy, is just having that choice, having that freedom, not having to worry about what happens on a Monday morning. Uh, in terms of the, the you know the rest of the, the the financial numbers behind that, it's getting harder and harder. We know housing is so incredibly unaffordable for so many people. Mm. Um, inflation, of course, we know we've talked about a lot. Interest rates the same, uh, so it's it's a really difficult one. There was some research out the other day saying that Australians reckon to be to be wealthy, you have to earn over three hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. Oh my now, God. can I tell you that is a fraction of a fraction of one percent? So it's interesting that the way people think about that. I mean. You, you know, you don't need that much money. Okay, so one of the ways in which you you might be able to uh, distinguish the categories here is that obviously you might earn an income and then mm-hmm. you might be wealthy. So what's the Correct. difference between those two things? And I guess how do you start moving between I have a salary to I'm going to use mm-hmm. that money to make more <laughs> money? Uh, And that's a great question too. There's a fantastic book called The Millionaire Next Door. Uh, And the author talks about different groups of people. He talks about the fact that, you know, uh, there were some surveys done on surgeons. This data is now a couple of decades old, right? But but the idea holds. And surgeons in the US were getting paid extraordinary amounts of money around that $300,000 odd on average. And this is again, 20, 30 years ago, right? So just super, super high income earners. And yet the numbers of them that actually had material financial wealth, actually cash in the bank investments, Mm. not just how much they earn, effectively they were spending it all. Uh, there's a great line by a fantastic writer called Morgan Housley. He says, you can be a millionaire or you can live like a millionaire, but not both. And so it kind of comes down to your question, the end of your question, which is having the money do the work for you. That very idea of passive income that you don't have to go out. You can go out and work. Hopefully people find jobs they love. It's mm. an important part of life. But having the the passive income, the income that comes in from your investments that allows you to say, you know what, I don't need the paycheck anymore. I'm making enough, not even necessarily the same number, whatever enough is for individuals. Mm. I'm making enough from those passive investments. They're going to keep rolling in, whether that's cash in the bank, rent, dividends from shares, um, whichever way you make it, 
that passive income is the difference. And that's exactly a, a great question. Income is not wealth. Wealth is not income. Mm. Uh, in fact, plenty of people with these stage three tax cuts on the agenda are saying, hey, 180 grand a year is not really a high income. It actually <laughs> is. It's the top 5% of income earners. I wouldn't say $180,000 is not a high income. Seems pretty high to me. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that's the thing, right? But if you're on it and you're used to spending it and you've got the car and the house and you paid up for the house because you had an income yep. you could spend it on, there's plenty of people on these two $300,000 salaries who are literally living paycheck to paycheck. Others on much less are not because they've right-sized their, their lives. Those people on those really high incomes feel like they're not well off because they've got either by choice or circumstance, you know, the, the, the million-dollar house or uh, the car lease and the kids in private school or whatever. None of those are bad things, by the way. They're just all choices. And regardless of income, you only really get wealthy if you can put away a portion of that income and use that to start building passive income that you don't have to work for. Absolutely. So let's start talking about that. What are the broad options if you want to start making your money make money? options in terms of investment strategies or investment ideas, you're really coming down to what's effectively three major categories. I'll kind of throw in a fourth, but it's not really a good idea or particularly accessible. Mm -hmm. The first is cash in the bank. Cash in the bank earns interest, pretty straightforward. The interest rate's normally pretty low. You pay tax on it, but it's there. Uh, you're not going to get much capital growth. You, the, the interest, I guess, if you reinvest it, can compound away slowly. But the great news is, as long as it is a, those government-guaranteed accounts, you, they won't go down. Uh, the second, of course, is the great Australian, uh, I say, well, dream, dream on one hand, great Australian investment dream, maybe is a better way to put it, which is property investing. Super popular among Australians. Obviously, you're going to get the rent. Uh, you're going to have to pay the, the mortgage, by the way. So whether you're in a, a negatively geared situation or not, you're going to get the rent as, a, as an income source. And then potentially, hopefully, you're going to get a capital gain on top of that. Your house goes up in value. Certainly, it was the case for the last I mean, well, 40-odd years, it's been extraordinary growth in, in Australian property for reasons that we don't have time to go into right now. Mm. Uh, but that's that's the second option. Uh, and then you've got investing in shares, uh, where you get dividend income, effectively a portion of a company's profits, get paid for you. Again, you're hoping to get some capital growth from doing that. They're the three major categories. There are things like you can you know, buy wine or invest in art or you know, uh, collector cards or something else, but they are pretty esoteric, pretty random and, and pretty risky investment classes. Mm -hmm. So generally for most people, cash, property or, or shares tend to be uh, where most people will find they end up putting that extra cash to yep. generate that passive income. Okay. So let's say that we're not in a position where we're about to have a deposit for a property. We're yeah. keen to make more than the interest that you might make on a, uh, a savings account. Let's say you want to invest in shares. What are the ways that you can do that? And what's a good way, I guess, of thinking about uh, how you should invest and how you should not invest? So let's start with with the options you've got. And I mean, there are a million options, of course, but pretty broadly, you can either get someone to manage your investment for you in what they call a managed fund. So you basically find a fund manager and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you please invest this for me? Mm -hmm. And there are some good ones around. There are some bad ones around. You're also got to pay very close attention to the fees, but they will take on the investment decision-making for you. And that can be a really attractive for a whole lot of people who say, I don't know what I'm doing. I just want to kind of throw it in there and you know let someone hopefully over time uh, manage that that money to a, to a you know obviously a greater level of wealth in years to come. So that's the first one. The other one is doing it yourself. And even the do-it-yourself can kind of get split into a couple of categories. You can go out and pick individual companies. You can work out with you think, well, this is going to beat Coles or BHB is a good investment or, mm -hmm. or something else. The other option these days is becoming much more popular. I'm a big fan of is the so-called exchange traded funds. 
An exchange-traded fund is, is a managed fund that you can buy and sell the units on the ASX, super easy through a low-cost stockbroker. And the best ones of those are the ones that just simply track the index itself, track the ASX or the US uh, market, for example. And those are generally really low cost. Uh, it's a great way to get started. If you know that investing in shares is something you want to do, you're not really sure where to start, mm. there's never been a better time to have those kind of prepackaged, pretty low cost options to take advantage of. Okay, so if you are looking to invest, uh, what are some things that we should absolutely avoid doing in 2024? <laughs> um, is, for example, investing in crypto ever a good idea? Uh, no. <laughs> um, so there, there's investing and there's speculating, and I don't want to use speculating as only a pejorative term. That can be intelligent speculation, I suppose. Could you just explain what that term means, speculation? Let, let me let me define investing, and it'll put speculation in, in, in a bit of stark uh -huh. When you're investing, capital I investing is really saying, I'm going to look at an investment idea whether that's a, a property or, or shares, I'm going to suggest that, uh, I'll use Woolies as an example because it's nice and easy, right? I think Woolies is a good business. I think it's got lots of customers who keep going every week. I think they're going to keep coming back. Uh, I think Woolies is going to keep or, or grow its market share over the next 5, 10, 15 years. I'll get a pretty good return over the long term. So that's that's kind of capital I investing. The speculation bit is effectively lotto ticket stuff. It's, you know, if this, then if that. So, you know, lots of mm -hmm. gold miners, for example, or potential gold miners will list on the ASX and they will say, we're going to go and look for gold in this place and if we find it, you'll all be rich. And that's why it's a lotto ticket because, you know, the chances are historically very, very, very few find anything. Some do, which is why people keep coming back because hope springs eternal and we all want the lotto win. Uh, but that's where the speculation is, which is just, you know, a, a range of really unlikely outcomes. But so uh, keep away from speculation. Uh, have a long-term perspective. So if, if we're saying what shouldn't we do, what mm -hmm. you shouldn't do is expect overnight success. The share market right. falls about one year in every three. Despite that, it doubles about every eight years. So if you can kind of keep those two ideas in your head at the same time, the short term is always volatile. Why? Because it's the mood of the market. You know, if, if I'm feeling good today, I'll, I'll pay a bit more for my shares. If I'm feeling bad, I might sell them for a bit less. The sum total of the market, we saw during the COVID crash, the ASX fell 38% in a month and four days, right? Mm. Now, if you started with $100,000, you ended up with 62 grand. That's pretty painful. On the flip side, though, of course, is you make that back and then more if you stay the course. So don't be short term. Don't expect overnight success. And don't listen to uh, hot tips online from your cabbie, your brother-in-law, any of that sort of stuff. Uh, investing is, it, it's Aesop's tortoise and hare story. And as much as I'd love investing to be exciting and, and you know, uh, do, it, do it for fun and, and excitement, investing is really, it's the tortoise. It's just slow and steady winning the race, adding money regularly to your account, investing in quality businesses, diversifying properly, and letting time do the rest. So be patient and think long-term. Scott Phillips, thank you so much for your advice. Really, uh, we, we should say this is not financial advice. You should, get your <laughs> yes, own, exactly. you should get your own financial advice and consider your personal circumstances. But uh, thanks so much for those broad tips. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. That was Scott Phillips, Chief Investment Officer at The Motley Fool. And that's all we have time for for this afternoon episode of The Briefing. If you have comments, questions or guest suggestions, hit us up on Instagram by searching The Briefing Podcast and send us a DM. Sasha Barbagat and the team will be back in your feed at 6am with your morning briefing and tomorrow afternoon, the next in our personal finance series. How the hell do you buy a house in 2024? I'm Ben Sion Siebert. Catch you then. Listener.